You're listening to the Original Music Podcast. Hi, I'm Brock Wilson, host of the Original Music Podcast. Thanks for joining us for episode eight. A quick reminder that you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Original Music Podcast and on Twitter at The OMP Live. The best place to reach me, though, is going to be on Instagram at The Original Music Podcast. Uh, You can download our shows from iTunes and SoundCloud and other places where you get your podcast shows. And uh, I want to introduce uh, briefly, we had Tavia Brooks come in uh, for episode eight. She's uh, from Houston, Texas, by way of League City, and she's been singing since she was seven years old. And she began to fall in love with country music because of her family musical backgrounds, which included Zydeco country, hip-hop, among other styles of music. Uh, for her, she said singing Trisha Yearwood, Shania Twain, or Celine Dion was as, as normal to, to her as singing Beyonce, Whitney Houston, or Tina Turner. So we had a great time. Look forward to having her come back into the studio and uh, this time she brought some tracks that she recently recorded, so we, we'll be playing and listening to those during the show and uh, hopefully get her back in the studio. She's taking guitar lessons and voice lessons and uh, told her we'd love to have her come back and, and perform some of the songs live for us. So uh, hope you enjoy the show. Make sure and uh, give us a, a good five-star rating if you enjoy it and look up Tavia Brooks. Uh, you can find her. She's going to mention where you can find her links uh, at the end of the show. And uh, keep track. She's got some good stuff coming up. Enjoy the show. Okay, let's get started. So, first of all, your name is Tavia Brooks. Mm-hmm. Okay, not Tavia. 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 People call me Tavia all the time. I Sometimes I'd be like tomato, tomato, but. Uh huh. But know. you prefer your name to be Tavia. said, right? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Brock, and I get called Brooke a lot of times, or, or often Rock, because really? people don't hear me say the B. So, a lot of times I just let them call me Rock. I don't care. Tell me a little bit about your about yourself, Tavi, and how you got started in music. All right. So I started singing when I was when six or seven years old because I was on punishment one time for doing something I wasn't supposed to do. So my dad put me on punishment. So he was like, you know what? You need to go in a room and think about what you do. So I went in there, but I didn't go all the way to the room. So I started sitting in the corner and I started singing. So he left out the house. He came back in. You know, my mom just staring at me. He was like, who's that singing? My mom was like, oh, that's Tavia. And then he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So then the next day, he made me come downstairs in front of the whole, well, the neighbors. Uh-huh. And he was like, perform something. And I Do was something. like... Yeah. yeah, I was like, is this a punishment? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was nervous, but he turned on some Beyonce music and mm-hmm. I started like dancing and singing to it. And yeah. ever since then, like we just started, he started crafting me and working on me yeah. and teaching me so vocals. Before that, they didn't really know that you could sing. Did, did did you kind of like singing even at that age? Did you yeah, like like I, music? Yeah, I, lo- I love music. Like. Okay. When, you know, riding in the car, I know every song that's playing, mm-hmm. but I never sung in front of them because I'd be in the room with my sisters and brothers. And, and I was a tomboy yeah. growing up, so they didn't really notice until that time came. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my dad tried to break the tomboys out of me. He was like, you got to be girly because you're singing. <laughs> but, you know, practice time, I was girly, you know, and I started dancing a lot. And, you know, that's how I really got started into the music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started out singing mm-hmm. and, uh, I guess, so you said 
you know, Beyonce, you said you started doing some R&B, hip hop kind of music. Yeah. Were you doing like some country back then as well? Did um, that come later? I started, I used to listen to country mm-hmm. um, growing up because of my grandmother. Like, you know, after school, she'd pick us up after school because my parents work. My dad did the railroad. My mom was in um, medical school trying to you know be a RN. Okay. And so my grandmother would pick us up. So we listened to country and I used to listen to her sing it. But... With my dad, we practiced more of the R&B and hip-hop because he needed me to get rhythm, he uh-huh. said. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um, growing up, my voice started changing mm-hmm. a little bit. And my dad was like, well, you know, you getting the accent for some reason. And I was like, well, you know, we live in Texas. And yeah, then, <laughs> you from the South. <laughs> and then uh, my grandma was like, you know what, just try doing some Zydeco stuff because I have uncles that's like in a Zydeco band. My grandpa, he sings in the church and in the Zydeco as well. Okay. So I started doing that. And then we, my grandma started practicing me with country music. And then her and my dad kind of started helping me putting the two together. So I started singing country when I was around 12. 12. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pretty young then. Pretty young. So yeah. how old are you now? Can I, I already asked. So I'm not going to say, can I ask? How old are you? Do you want to give us a range? Tell uh, me. I'm 20-ish. 20-ish? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. 12, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to think of the country music that was out at the time when you were starting to sing it, you know, because yeah, older, <laughs> some, a little bit older country, not as old yeah. as the country when I was 12 mm-hmm. but uh because country music has changed you know big uh, time when now i has got country pop country EDM, country rock yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean you, you watch the cma awards or any of the country music style awards and it's just kind of weird because uh, some of the music doesn't sound anywhere close to what i associated as country and, and mm-hmm. you know. some some people you know some people are upset with that yep and then some people are happy with that but the way it's changing, I feel like it's bringing in a, a bigger audience to it country is. music. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people used to be like, man, I don't listen to country. That stuff boring puts me uh-huh. to sleep. All they do is talk about dogs and uh-huh. all that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, if you actually listen to them, the music, it's, it's a whole story. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in more of the popish and more rhythm, more yep. like for the young folks. And now it's changing. No, it's got so. a huge audience now compared to before, even uh, the number of country music stations on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, There's so many more and there's different styles. And I think, I think it's great because it does bring different people and they add their own kind of flavor to the music and yep. you can choose to listen to it or not. There's, there's plenty of music that I don't really care to listen to. So I, I just skip it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, uh, overall it's, I, I, I can see that the people that, that like the purists who think that the country music has to be, um, you know, Conway Twitty or it's gotta be Merle Haggard. And, and if it's anything different, it's not country. Well, maybe yeah. that, that, that can't be true. I mean, things are going to change and evolve. I feel like I feel like Taylor Swift kind of broke that for everyone. She did, yeah. yeah. She she definitely did. She, um, you know, go back. So go back to like Garth Brooks and his concerts. Uh, so uh, he's doing country music. Mm-hmm. Last name is Brooks. So he he. Uh, I'm a big Garth Brooks fan. So he might be my uncle. Yeah, maybe he is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me know. I need an autograph. I bought, have his the Garth Brooks edition guitar. I bought just last time he was in concert. But I um, he kind of did the thing where. It was country music, but it was a show, you know, like he'd come, his concerts were not so country, even though yeah. his music was country. And mm-hmm. then he kind of broke that, you know, that barrier. He did that whole Chris Gaines thing where the alternative 
personality. I don't know if you know about that. He put that CD out as a different mm-hmm. person, different style of music, and started you know singing some Billy Joel co- cover songs and releasing them on a CD. So I think that was a big deal. And then, yeah, Taylor Swift, definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. her CD, just the crossover, huge. And now everybody's doing a country crossing, like, Country stars crossing over to the pop world. Yep. You got pop stars crossing over to the country world. It's 2018, mm-hmm. so nobody should be in a box anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, it, just say the you problem, are all artists. That's it. Yeah, you know, people like to live in bubbles for many various reasons, mm-hmm. and I think they are they're um, limiting themselves, and it's unfortunate. Tell me uh, a little bit about um, instruments. Do you play anything? Well. Mm. <laughs> Growing up, I tried to learn the piano, but my fingers didn't work right. And so <laughs> I tried doing the, right now, I'm learning the guitar. I'm learning the acoustic guitar, and then my grandpa trying to teach me the bass guitar. The only thing is about the guitar, my wrist hurts. Yeah. And you got to hold down so hard on the strings, yep. and it, it leave like little prints on there. And I feel, when I work, because I work out every day, so I'd mm-hmm. be like, man, I thought calluses was bad. And then I'm holding the guitar. That hurts even more than yeah. having calluses and going back and working out and make bruising it more. So. It's definitely tough. You know, one thing you can do to help out is get a nylon string guitar. So not a steel string guitar, and that's a little bit easier on your fingertips mm-hmm. uh, to help you learn. So you're learning guitar, yep. and we'll see what happens. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll have you back one day, and you'll sit here with that microphone and the guitar and, and sing some of your songs yeah, live. If I keep practicing on it. <laughs> so, so how would you describe your music? Is, do you just say you're a country music singer, or you're, do you classify it a little bit different? I, I say my music is uh, more on the country pop side i'm not just a regular country singer you know i move around on stage i dance you know give people a little flavor but i say it's like country pop because i if, if if you listen to my voice i'm not that strict country western you know right and so i was like when for a while so like my dad was like we can't just do straight country because you're gonna fail mm-hmm. going in the country world just saying you straight country and you don't even sound like a reba or yeah. a dolly parton or, you know people like that so mm-hmm. he was like we gotta do country pop then you yeah. know and i was like then when we seen taylor swift do it he was like oh girl you could do that <laughs> i was like yeah you know yeah man so yeah so i call myself more of a country pop artist okay um, what are some of your musical influences? You can tell me about some artists that you, that you, uh, you know, followed, whether you did it when you were 12, 13 or your influences now, maybe you could talk about who influenced you when you first started and who you, who influences you now when you're okay. doing music. Of course. I'm going to tell you who and why. So my first one is, like I said earlier, is Beyonce. I've been following Beyonce. I'm part of Beehive. I've been following her since I was young young and when she was part of destiny child and the reason i like beyonce is because her work ethic beyonce work like she's broke but she's not broke uh-huh. so you have to keep working hard like that and you know i picked up on that too you know my mom and my dad work like that too and they're not broke at all so sure the, the harder you work the, the more it gets better and the more stuff come towards you because you're working for that dream that's true um who else i like uh i like janet Cause the way she dances uh-huh. as well. Um, Carrie Underwood. Yep. I like Carrie Underwood because her voice like sets a melody and a tone. It makes you feel the music. Like when she sings a slow song or fast, especially a slow song, you like, 
I don't know. It just puts you in there. The same as Celine Dion. Like Celine Dion voice is amazing. Well, they have those. Yeah, you're talking about amazing voices there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That just puts you in the the moment, make you feel like you in that moment of what they they're singing about. And you know, I I want to do that with you know with people and my fans and my artist my audience. You know. Sure. Um, Mary Morris. I like her. She's new. Okay. But. The reason I like her because I feel like we both got the same style. Okay. You know, she's uh, not strictly country, but she's country pop. And we dress alike. You know, I like her little swagger. You know, that's how I feel about me. <laughs> so you're adding that different kind of flavor to country music. Uh, mm-hmm. So for sure. Um, so you, we've got three songs that we're going to listen to. And I think now is a good time to jump into a song so we can give people a little taste of what you sound like. So uh, which uh, song do you want to play first? The first song I want to play is Saturday Night because I just recorded that one. Okay, let's uh, take a quick listen to it. Okay.
Okay, so tell me about Saturday night. Did you write this song? Actually, I did write this song. Okay. All right. Um, I wrote Saturday night. Um, I was with my uncle, uh, Royce, and we was he was like coming up with ideas, something to write about, because it was like my last song I recorded. I was like, man, I don't know what to write about. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, just sit and think. And I was like, he was like, what do you like to do? And I was like, well... You know, I like to perform. I like to party. Sometimes I like to party. And then um, he's like, write, you know, write about that and how it can relate or whatever. So, um, uh, what else? Oh, so my mom said something one day. She was like, Tave, you could get up at night and go party. If you're tired, then you'll get up in the morning and go to church. So I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, that's that's when everything started, like, flowing and revenue in my head. So I was like... All right, so that's how Saturday Night came apart because I was like, well, the song is about basically going out Saturday night or if you have something to do like performing and mm-hmm. then you got to rush to get to church the, the church, next day. Yep. And you like, dang, God, like why you got uh, Sunday <laughs> right next to Saturday legs? I want to sleep in and do whatever, you know, what My I mom's have to favorite do. line, you want to play, you got to pay. That was uh, when I was a kid. You exactly. know, Sunday, waking up, got church. And, oh. Man. And then you like in church, like falling asleep. So it's like, and people waiting on you to hurry up and mm-hmm. get dressed. So that's how Saturday came about. Saturday night came about. And then Sunday you go to church, but that's, it's not over. I don't know about for you, but church is church. And then afterwards, it's like everyone goes to eat somewhere. So you, it's not like mm-hmm. you're going to just get through church and go home. You can go back to sleep though. It's, there's an extended part of that. Oh, it's the yeah. whole Sunday that kind of takes up that part of your day. Mm-hmm, Cause I know we go to church. And then I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Got to go eat somewhere. And then I'm like, damn, we're going to get home. I'm hot because I get my church clothes on. We're in Texas. So, you know, 90 degrees is 191 degrees. So, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Church Sunday is a long day. So, tell me about Saturday night, the, the recording, the experience of recording that. Where you recorded it and uh, who kind of produced and did that whole thing for you? Well, I recorded it with uh, Royce and Marcus. Royce is my uncle, and uh, also Marcus is also Marcus is a recording artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was signed. I can't remember who he was signed for, but he's a songwriter as well. Okay. So they helped me record it, like produce Based it. Based here in Houston, or yeah, he lives out in Tomball. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So you know Houston still. Yep. And uh, we recorded at Bach Beats uh, Studios. Uh, we. Well, actually, Marcus played all the instruments in the oh, song. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah. He okay. played every instrument in the song. Nice. Yeah. Was that, was that your first time in a studio to record music, or had you done some stuff before? Oh, no. I've done some stuff before. Okay. But, like, recording it that type of way was mm-hmm. different yeah. for me. Yeah. So, we had to, like, record all the instruments first. And then I go back in there, record my vocals. Then I go back and record the ad-libs. And then yeah. we wait a while so they could put everything together, and that was a long wait. Yes. And then um, they master and they'll let me hear it. And I'd be like, oh, this don't sound right. Then I had to go back in there mm-hmm. and then redo my ad-libs over. And I was like, and then we finally got it right. Yep. Yeah, it's we- a long process. It is. And then the anticipation of getting it done and releasing mm-hmm. it. Because uh, I've released, I've done music for so long. I know that you've, you're working on it and you, 
for me, I'm like, I'm not telling too many people because I'm waiting for yeah. it to get finished. And then <laughs> it starts getting sounding good. I'm like, start telling a few people, a few people. And then everyone's like, when's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? And well, you're like, a oh. lot of people used to ask me that. Like, yeah. man, where's the song? Yeah, where's it at? Like, where's the song are you really going to put it out? Yeah. yeah. I'm just talking with the band yesterday about they they are they finished recording and now they're waiting for their stuff to be available on Spotify and you know to get it out there mm-hmm. and they're like checking their email every day waiting to get that response to say it's out there so they can mm-hmm. send the link and tell everyone and just that anticipation is really awesome. Uh, me coming from an old style where I was ordering CDs and waiting for my package of CDs <laughs> to come in. <laughs> Checking the mail, checking the tracking number. I want to get these CDs I'm in. Glad we yeah. got streaming now. Yes, it, th- <laughs> there's definitely some benefits to streaming. You don't have to wait for that package. Mm-hmm. So uh, Saturday night. So anything else about that? You have a video for that song, right? Oh, I actually yeah. do. It's on. <clears throat> it's actually on YouTube, and the song actually itself is on iTunes titles, iTunes titles, Apple Music, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you heard it, people. Go out there, take a listen to it, pick it up. Mm-hmm. Batavia Brooks. Yeah, and you got to get that. <laughs> take a look at that video. Tell me about the shooting the video and whose church was that? And uh, oh, uh, <laughs> okay, so um, oh well, my video was free because I have friends. Free is nice. Free is nice. It's very nice in the music world. Yeah. <laughs> so my, I have, I went to, you know, I graduated from Texas State University. So when you go to college, you meet so many people. So my, I have a lot of friends that shoot videos, that do photography, that mm-hmm. um, learning how to produce and mix and master. So you know you use your network and your connections, everyone, everybody help each other to grow. Sure. So my homeboy Bertram was like, um, he also with Gifted Pro Media Group. That's his. Um, his company. His company. Okay. So he was like, um, "Tay, let's shoot." Name drop all you want. Let's put these people out there. Man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody gonna come up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "Tay, let's uh, let's work on a video uh, together for whatever song you have coming out." So I was like, "Well, I'm working on this one song, and you know, it's not done yet." He was like, "Well, just write, you know, out the how you want it to go." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay, I wrote it out." And, but what I wrote didn't go as planned because, yeah. you know, people were not available on certain days. Sure. So I was like, okay. So the song finally got done. I wrote it out. I rewrote everything out. And then I used my uncle's truck. My uncle was like, well, if you use my truck, you got to wash my truck, detail it out. So I was like, okay. Did that. And then so we actually shot this. And on the southeast side of Houston, okay, um, by airport in the little country part, mm-hmm. um, we used the back road. We had to keep getting on the street because cars was cars coming. coming through. Yeah. yeah, you didn't have the big budget where you could shut down a street. Yeah, we didn't have that. We, you know, kind of working with a. Someone in your family's got to be a cop. You know, you got to know well, someone. Actually, that... I do, but <laughs> you know, they didn't want to help me out. It's okay. It's okay because they gonna want to help me out later. Yeah. But it's all right. But uh, <laughs> all I have is my little bartending money. I, I'll, you know, I work at. Papados, I bartend. So all right. So all I had was that, and then um, free drinks and papados. <laughs> uh, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, but um, what else did we do? Oh, we used my grandfather's church. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my, I called my grandpa last minute for the church. Um, I called him that morning, and I was like, Grandpa, I need to uh use your church. 
He's like, well, you know, they got something going on. I said, well, you know, you the deacon. You could shut it down. He was like, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. And then so I came, and I was like, thank you, Papa. He was like, cool. So he was sitting there the whole time in the church, and he was like, just make sure you're not twerking oh, or anything yeah. in the church or whatever, just in case the priests walk in. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, he sat there, and he was recording me on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, he was recording me live on Facebook. I was like, you can't give out what we're doing. Man, you're promoting, he's promoting the church. Exactly. And then, um, what else? Oh, one of the scenes, when I was walking to the truck with the guitar on my back, uh-huh. my cousin was in the back seat, so he was laying down so no one could see. And then this stray dog just came out of nowhere. When I say I was <laughs> so scared, like. <laughs> it started barking and running and I took off and then the camera guy was like, don't run. I was like, hell no, I'm not going to yeah. just stay here. And then my cousin hopped out the truck and then this was all on films, like a blooper. And then uh-huh. uh, my cousin kind of like shoot it away. Man, that was the scariest moment ever. That dog was huge. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it couldn't move that fast though. It was running, but it couldn't move that fast because it was like you know, pregnant with babies, but oh. still. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that dog. Stray dogs, yeah, shooting, and you probably were all dressed up, maybe in yeah, some, some I was. big hills or something. You know, <laughs> maybe not the fastest runner mm-hmm. at that I time. I was. I was. Uh, you mentioned a guitar slung over your uh, over your back. Do you own a guitar since you're doing yeah, lessons? Yeah, I own a guitar. What kind of guitar do you have? Uh, it's acoustic. I don't know the brand. Yeah, my grandpa gave it to just me. Just acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Just acoustic. Yeah. That's my practice one. That's your practice one. <laughs> are you, so you're taking lessons somewhere with someone? Or are yeah. you doing online kind of YouTube watching videos to learn? Or? Well, I, I watch on YouTube um, some videos, and I have this app on my phone. It teaches you, like, you know, how to play cards. Cards, yeah. And then um, certain days, like Thursday nights or Tuesday nights, Tuesday and Thursday nights, I go to my grandfather's house, and he'll teach me how to play. Because he knew how to play instruments. My uncle used to teach me, but he's back playing in the Zydeco band. So they traveling, you know, especially in the summertime crawfish season. So they play a lot. So he can't teach me. So, you know, that's. Have you ever played with your uncle or done done any singing with Mm -hmm. his band? I sung with this band one time. Yep. That was it. But they called me on stage. It wasn't like it was uh, okay. playing. All you right. know, he called me on stage. Because he, and um, my uncle actually plays, he not played guitar, but he actually plays the scrubboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays the scrubboard. Where, where do they play? Any, play anywhere local here? In Houston? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they play around here sometimes. Yeah. Uh, they play in Baytown. They play in, uh, they played in Galveston like three weeks ago. There used to be an old place. I don't even know if it's open. PTs. It used to be on Highway 3, and they used to do Zydeco music all oh, really? the time there. Yeah, it's been years ago. It's probably closed down. Uh, I remember going there with some friends and getting pulled out to <laughs> dance, and it was, it was an experience. It's fun, though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's real fun. It was fun real once fast. it got going. Yeah, it, it got fun really quick. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell me about your process for songwriting and how you got into songwriting. Um, so you wrote... Saturday night, you wrote the mm-hmm. lyrics to that. Did you write it by yourself or anyone else? Uh, uh, well, Saturday night, I had help with okay. that one. Because um, I was getting a little writer's block. Yep. So Royce kind of helped a little bit, and Marcus kind of helped a little bit. Okay. But they just tweaked my lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I write songs is kind of weird. So when I'm, I can't write in the room. Okay. Because me, I always fall asleep when okay. I'm in the room. So I either got to write in the bathroom or I got to write in a garage. Okay. But not not in the bathroom, like on the toilet. Like yeah. I'm sitting on the floor. 
<laughs> I'm sitting on the floor writing because because we have a whole house full. Okay. First off, so sure. I have to need I need some that, peace you and need, quiet. That's that's a place you can go. I know the restroom is a place I can go, close the door, and be left alone for a while. So yeah. I understand that exactly. And mm-hmm. then the garage is too hot for everybody to come in there. So you, so they by default you you end up by yourself. Yeah, I be by myself. <laughs> so you've been writing songs for a while, mm-hmm. um, and did you? You, you didn't play an instrument, so do you have like a melody in your head, or are you just writing lyrics out and then working with someone to put the music together? Um, usually, I will put the like I'll write the lyrics out and then I put the melody, or well, I have a, like a melody in my head, and then or sometimes I could be on YouTube. You know how they have instrumentals on there. Yep. Then I just write something off of there. I won't steal the instrumental, you guys. Don't worry, I won't steal <laughs> your beats. I just write to it, and then so I can have a melody to my head. But um, when I first started writing, it was horrible. Like I didn't know how to piece songs together. Like my dad used to be like, I used to write all the time. He used to be like, Oh no. Redo that over. I just uh-huh. think I, it's hurt my feelings. So yep. I used to be like, man, I, it's very I personal I really when this. you're writing lyrics mm-hmm. uh, and for someone to come kind of critique it or say, mm, I'm not really sure if that's exactly. Right. Yeah. But now I've, I've gotten way better. Like my dad kind of taught me, like you know, sometimes you got to repeat certain lyrics, some, mm-hmm. you know, that the audience will you know grasp and like, sure. oh yeah, this is a hit right here. So do you have a producer that's working with you? Or is your uncle and Marcus kind of playing that role or do you have someone like well, who's managing you, who's kind of guiding you and, and anyone that provides any input on the songwriting? Well, right now, my dad helps me with my songwriting. Okay. If I need help from other people, then I'll ask them because, you know, he can only tell me so much, you yeah. know. So I don't want to just take all his advice. Sure, yeah. So it's, I go. Well, it's fun working with different people. There's some songwriters that really prefer they just want to write by themselves. They don't want to write with other mm-hmm. people. They have their method. They got their own technique. Uh, what They know what works for them, whether it's writing in the restroom or the garage. But <laughs> but then you, you write with someone else, and it, it actually is really cool to, to get yeah. the input and kind of bounce ideas because uh, I think sometimes as songwriters we get – kind of focused or locked in on one style yeah and then you get someone else in there and it, it definitely uh, adds something to it i think but writing with someone was kind of hard the first time it's absolutely because yes. i was like this is not what i'm trying to say yeah all the yoke lyrics <laughs> suck like this is not what i want in my song <laughs> not what i want in my song like but i had to learn you know like you know if you piece this and piece that together it could be a great song like right now i'm writing by my by myself and I'll let people hear like hey what you think like you know but yeah you know I I like writing with people okay uh shall we listen to another song yeah um we could listen to grown woman grown woman okay let's take a listen
just keep on trying Just maybe you get in violent Woo! Cause I'm a grown ass woman I can Tell me about this song. Grown Woman came around when I was in a relationship and when I was mad at my dad because I was I was almost 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, man, well, my dad made me mad because he was like trying to tell me what to do. And I was like, man, I'm grown. And then um, <laughs> and I was in college. So like, why are you trying to tell me something? I don't, I don't even stay at home anymore. I, I live on campus on my own. I mm-hmm. felt like I was a grown woman. And he didn't send you money every week, did no, he? No, he didn't send me money because you know why? <laughs> I was running track and I was working. So, oh, okay. you know, he wasn't he wasn't sending me anything. <laughs> He'd give me some advice, but <laughs> that's all he was sending me. I can't wait till he listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. My boyfriend at the time, I was mad at him because he was trying to tell me what to do. And mm-hmm. I was like, boy, literally, you know. Like, so I started writing. So there's a pattern here. Don't tell you what to do. Yeah, but you know. But then again, people tell you what to do and you all of a sudden you start writing some songs. And I do. Exactly. It's just, I, I feel like it's how you say it. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. But yep. I was getting kind of angry with both of them. Then my boyfriend made me really mad. So I was like, you know, I'm going to write this song. Actually, I wrote this song. Outside, I was, um, I just left the gym and I was waiting. Who I was waiting on? Oh, I was waiting on my, my roommate and my best friend. Mm-hmm. And they was taking forever. And then, so I was like so mad because I was texting like yeah. pissed off and everything. And then <laughs> <laughs> I started writing because that's how I do. I write out my feelings. And then I was like, man, okay, let's start going hard. And you know, it, that song only took me an hour and a half to write. To write. Yeah, because some songs take me about three, four, five hours, mm-hmm. but that song took me an hour and a half to write. And so at the time... Uh, well, you had the right emotions going. Yeah, because I was, ooh, mm-hmm. I was heated. And yep. then uh, <laughs> I let my friend here, um, Erica, she, which was my manager at the time. Um, she's not my manager anymore because she's in the military again. But... Um, she was like, man, this is a hit song. I was like, oh, yeah. Then I, then one day my dad was like, you got some new songs? I was like, oh, hmm. let me let you hear this song. Yeah. And then <laughs> and I let him hear. He's like, oh, you got something to tell me? Like, you, 
you heard the song. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> that's how I was feeling. But uh, a, a lot of people say they connect with that song for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I was like, man. A lot of women probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of women. Then my, I went around family events and people were like, oh, there go that grown-ass woman walking through the door. I was like, you know. <laughs> I see your shirt, name on the front, grown-ass woman on the back. Mm-hmm, exactly. But where, where did you record that song? I recorded that song at Sugar Hill Studios. Oh, have you heard of them? Yes, I've recorded there before. Yeah, yeah. Chicken Hill Studios. Um, been there a lot. They've been there a long time. Oh yeah, a long time. A long. They actually work with Destiny Child. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I got with I got to Sugar Hill Studios. Uh, Matthew knows uh, Beyonce that I mm-hmm. took his class at TSU. Okay. Mm, and he know and he knew and he still knows what I'm doing and yep. uh, he you know he wanted to help me. He was mm-hmm. like. You need some real producers to help you out. And he's sure. like, I know someone at Sugar Hills. I can't remember the guy name who owns it. He was like, I'll give him a call. Mm-hmm. And then so they set me up with some guy named Cody. Uh, he's still an engineer producer there. Sure. And uh, he got me in the studio. And we just recorded and he found my levels. I kind of connected with him. I was like, you actually know what I'm what, what you do. yep and that's a good thing when you're trying to record you got to have someone the engineer or the producer that connects with you for or sure it's just not gonna sound right mm-hmm. at all so th- that that was a good thing yeah, yeah that's helpful to have someone who's behind the board and, and making some some changes to the song that you agree with because a lot of times you can work with someone who's gonna just do what they want mm-hmm. and they get stuck a certain way and they don't they're not they're not listening to the input or not trying to work with you they're just kind of like creating exactly. yeah and for, i know me in the studio i'll be like i record something i'll be like uh play it back and they'll play it back and i'm like what y'all think mm-hmm. don't just tell me anything uh-huh. so what yeah. y'all think and then you know he'll tell me like uh you need to go a little louder right here a little mm-hmm. lower right here so yeah he was careful so tell me as a songwriter do you feel like you listen to other music differently now that you're active doing music i mean compared to when you weren't so so active in doing music now that you're more involved you've had time in the studio of release music work with different producers yeah does it affect how you listen to other music yeah over the years um i actually listen real carefully to the music like mm-hmm. i listen to the lyrics i'll think be some at times i think beyond what they're trying to say because i try to write that way like i write songs but i put a lot of I don't know the right verb, adjective, noun. What is it? But I use a, I don't say the direct word. I go around the word. Okay, yeah. And that's how that's how I write. But when I listen to other people's songs, I try to connect with what they're saying. Because mm-hmm. this other people's songs teach me how to write. Yeah. You know, so if I could listen to a Tim McGraw song all all day, every day, then I could write something similar to that. Sure, yep. Or if I would listen to a hip-hop artists like the game or something mm-hmm. i'll try to probably to write something like that you know i try yes. to switch up my writing skills so i listen to all these different type of artists and their styles and try to switch up my writing skills not just have one that's they kind of get boring yep you know you don't want you want to keep people guessing and there's so much stuff out there it's good to get some different uh input and different influences exactly what's on your playlist right now on when you're just kind of driving around Oh, I got a lot of stuff. So on the way here, uh-huh. I was listening to Till It Hurts by, it's an EDM song. Okay. I think it's Yellow Claw. All right. And then it switched over. So it's Maramore's The Middle. That song, you like that song? That song mm-hmm. is dope. 
So yeah. I just I just did a cover song today. I'm gonna drop the video soon because I'm about to shoot the video. <laughs> oh, cool! Because <laughs> I do a lot of cover videos, yep. so I'm about to do that song. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So what's on your playlist when you're working out? Because you mentioned you work out a few times, so and mm-hmm. you're in freaking shape. I can tell. Um, the arms are better than mine. So <laughs> what's on your workout playlist? Um, when I listen to workout songs, I listen to. Stefan Dunn, and she's a new uh, artist. Um, I think she's like reggae and hip hop. Or okay. sometimes I listen to EDM. Um, I can't really listen to country working out because yeah. I need <laughs> I need to keep it pump, you know. Yep. <laughs> keep it pump, or you know, I listen to artists like that. I don't listen to Beyonce working out. Uh-huh. I can't do that for yeah. some reason. Um, but I listen to a lot of EDM. Or I listen to her because her music just be pumped up. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have any recording set up of your own? Do you, so you said you you're, do cover song recordings. Are you mm-hmm. just doing that with the phone or with your computer? Or do you have some gear at your house that you use to record with? Um, I used to have it at my house, but I broke my computer. So I okay. can't do it at my house anymore. Sure. But I have, um, friends I went to, you know, college with. Yep. And they was like, Tay, you know, you come in anytime. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all trying to. You know, do great help each other out, yeah. Yeah, and so I go there a lot. Uh, Low More Productions—that's the name of them. Yep. Um, they let me come anytime. All I do is pay twenty dollars, and twenty or thirty dollars. Yeah. Well, it's good you surround yourself with a group of people that are all trying to lift each other up versus competing and keep each other down. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's that's awesome, especially in Houston. Like Houston, we have a lot of artists in Houston, and at long time ago, Houston artists never used to like build each other up mm-hmm. but now everybody's working with each other reaching out like sure. like me and you you reached out to me and i'm like heck yeah i'll help you out so yeah you help me out help you exactly. know so everybody's scratching each other's back mm-hmm. you know so there's a lot of talent here in houston you know austin gets kind of the um yeah all the recognition you know even even concert tours you see some of the acts who will skip houston sometimes and i'm like man Austin, how are you skipping so uh and you're you've been in nashville and you just recently you Mm -hmm. just came back from from nashville so the music scene over there i mean it's lit it's like talent everywhere so Mm -hmm. i would love to see more focus on here in Houston for original music for pe- for venues for people to go out and be able to play and perform their original music. So maybe I feel like it might get that way. It, yeah, it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take some time. Yeah, for sure. It's gonna take a long. There are a few time. places that have been committed to original music artists, but you know, a lot of the new spots they want cover bands and people just want to hear what they could hear on a jukebox. I'm yeah, thinking like kind of lame. She want to hear something different. You yeah. Know? See the artists for who they are and not the artists that you hear on the radio, yep. you know? And, and another thing is being in an original band, I'm in an original music band, and we go play at a venue, and they're expecting a cover band. It's nothing worse than going there, and you're playing your music, and they're like, Just staring at play you. Play so-and-so, play yeah. whatever. I'm like, we don't do that. We, don't. we, just, do, we just do our own music. Yeah, we just do our own music. You know, you know what? That's what? That's what you got to do. Like now, like with my band, um, we do cover songs and we do original songs. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with the song everybody you know, Get and then them, we'll throw our stuff pull in, them in there, a little bit, and then yeah. go back and put our stuff in there. You yeah, know, you you almost have to because if because yeah. you, uh, you've got to do something. The crowd wants to if not, hear something they know. Yeah, they want to hear something they know for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you're working with other people to do your little recordings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you, what what are your plans for the future? What's what what's up next? 
Um, well, I have some stuff in the works. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like to say it out loud. Yep. But I do speak it in existence. Mm-hmm. But I do have some stuff going in the works. Um, I have more gigs. Okay. Um, my I have a cousin that's, that books my gigs now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, he's trying to book them outside of Texas and in Texas. Oh, that's so, cool. So... We're also looking for a new guitar player. So, yeah. you know, y'all, you guys, I'm looking for a new guitar There's player. <laughs> auditions, line up. Yeah. And um, what else? What else we got going? Um, Flying out to Cali soon. Mm-hmm. Flying out to Nashville soon. So I got stuff going on. Well, that's on good. So you're, you're, you're hitting, uh, I mean, you're, you're stretching out. So that's really good. Oh, yeah. You know, I have to teach myself, you know, like patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. Everything don't go on your time. So. Yeah, for sure. So you've got some more music you're going to be recording, probably more music you're going to be releasing. Uh, I, I can, oh yeah, I sense probably some more music videos with all your great contacts you have. So that's oh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Um, I have actually I wrote three new songs that we're going to be recording. I'm waiting on um some people that I met up with. They flying in from Cali- California. Yeah. So I'm waiting on them to help me uh record these three new songs, and then I'm gonna do <clears throat> Grown Woman over mm-hmm. as well because. I've been taking voice lessons with my um, voice coach. Yep. And I, I feel like my voice got way better. I feel like you, you can know? do. That's cool to so, be able to. Well, it's cool that you hear it and notice mm-hmm. and that you're willing to go back and. Listening know. to like songs now from songs then I'm like, well, I sound way better. And I really like that song. So I'm going to re-record that song. Oh, and that's then cool. Once, once we get like. Those three songs done that I have, then we got Ready House Saturday Night, and then Redo Grown Woman Over, then my EP is finished. Okay. And so, you know, then nice. from Exciting. there, we'll see how it go. Well, let's listen to the third song. What's the title of the third song? The title of the third song is called Butterfly. All right, let's take a listen. Everything we had make my butterfly wings expand.
tell me about Butterfly, the process of recording it. Who wrote Butterfly? Well, I actually wrote Butterfly in my car. Um, I was I waited tables at Cheddar's <clears throat> Casual uh, Scratch Kitchen um, at the time, and Butterfly is more of a sexual song. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said that. And I, yeah. you had, I was kind of stuck on Cheddar's thinking of that croissant with the honey butter thing on it and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> It might have some buns in that song. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> yeah, um, I was writing that song. Um, one of the bartenders there, he was actually in the car with me listening to the beat mm-hmm. of the song. And I was like, man, this song is this beat is nice. Yeah. And um so I was like, bet, I like this. And then um actually the beat came not remembering, the beat came from this guy. From Memphis. His mm-hmm. name is Tim um, Dinnikin, whatever. Okay. So he sent me the beat. He was like, I really want us to collab. So I was like, all right. He sent me the beat, but it was on SoundCloud. And anyway, I could take the music off of SoundCloud. Yeah. So I texted him and I was like, hey, you want to take the, you want me to use the beat? It's on SoundCloud. Anybody can use it. He was like, yeah, I'm just trying to see who write the best lyrics. I was like, that's messed up. Because if I write some <laughs> bomb ass lyrics, then what? So yeah, somebody right. else got the beat. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was, anyway, I was writing outside of Cheddar's and I was like, man, like I was really feeling it. I was like, something should go with this beat, like sexual. So my homeboy's in the car with me. was like, man, you writing good. I was like, yeah he came up with three words he wanted to make sure i get he get his recognition he came up with three words <laughs> he got the cool writing <laughs> yes because I was, I was stuck on a certain part he was like man throw these words in it bam so he put three words was in it, it ooh ah uh, ooh something, or something. Similar. <laughs> <laughs> and so um he wrote the, he wrote that part and then so i went to um Remember I said I took Matthew Knows? Mm-hmm. So I took uh, Matthew Knows as a teacher. But before I took Matthew Knows' advice, I had a, um, at, at TSU, we have a recording artist for people that got classes in communications okay. and trying to be an engineer. You have yep. classes for them. So I recorded it on campus. And then my homegirl was like, man, it sounds good when you're in there, but when you take it out, it sounds trash. And so... Matthew knows like, well, you know what, you could come to my studio and record, you know, um, with T with this guy named T Berry who's a producer there. Yep. And um we recorded there and it started sounding really good. Yeah. And but the lyrics came about because I was in love, you know. Mm. <laughs> That's a good song, is in love and then yeah, when you're falling out of love and you're happen. mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that song came about. But I recorded there at uh, House of Darion. That's, okay. Um, that's before Matt Dino sold it. Um, yep. I recorded there, and a lot of people like that song too. It don't. That song really don't sound like a country song. Mm-hmm. And which I felt bad when I recorded that song because I was like, man, this is not where I'm trying to go. I'm trying to do straight country. Before I even got like. Before my dad talked me into like the country pop, right. you know, he's mm-hmm. like, you gotta find a lane that you fit. But I don't regret it now. You know, I don't have regrets. I just learned from it. If I shows was to your do versatility, that song, shows you can, you know, that you can sing more than just one style. Too. Exactly. And I had to think about that for. It took me a long time to realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was like, man, I can't do this song like here, here, here. But yeah. listening to into people now, then you know, getting advice like, hey, you gotta get your lane. You know, mm-hmm. and you so. What uh, what was the class that you took with Matthew Knowles? What was the what was the name of the class? Or? Uh, 
you know what? Is it just song? Is it song mm, no, producing music? No, it's about it's about learning business? how to be uh, a recording manage, manager, okay. basically, and uh, teaching us the business, the ins and outs. Um, teaching us uh, deals, what type of deals there are out there. Um, Probably meet with attorneys and copyright, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And okay. he's teaching us, you know, everything has to be on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, telling us how, you know, how he did it. You know, yeah. it's no excuses. You know, he's to be like, it's no excuses. If I if I could do it. Y'all could do it. Yeah. So, you know, he he was, I'm, I'm not going to lie. A lot of people don't like Matthew Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only hear what, what we hear. TMZ but, tells know, us, you know. But, you know, like he used to tell us in class, bad publicity is no such, no, it's no such thing as bad publicity. Mm-hmm. All publicity is good publicity. And he used to be like, but he's a great teacher. Yeah. Like, you know, and my dad, the one who told me, I talk about my dad a lot. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he helped me a lot. But um, he told me, you need to take the class. So it's like, all right, I take the class. But he, um, he's a great teacher. He lets you know what what's up, and he don't sugarcoat anything. Yep. Like he's real upfront. He'll tell you like that type. The world we trying to be in, they don't sugarcoat shit at all. He was like, exactly. You gonna have to go in there with some tough skin. Your feelings hurt. Yeah, suck you can't. It up. Yeah, you can't do the whole. My feelings are hurt. Yeah, that won't you, fix anything. Yeah, and I had to learn that quick because growing up, first of all. I have a lot of brothers and sisters, so growing up, you gotta get some tough skin with them. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. What uh, you talked about your your father a few times. What's his background in in music? He, in music. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the guy who sings "Wanna Be a Baller," "Shakaola," mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. My dad trained him. My dad actually oh, really? wrote that song for them. Really? Yeah, he wrote that song. I don't know those guys' names. I was little, but uh. <laughs> He know he actually wrote those songs for them. Um, Lil Kiki, yeah, Lil Kiki sang that. Did song? He sing that? No, Lil Kiki no. don't sing that song. Um, I think it's another guy. He he just passed away too. Yeah, he just. Uh, I can't think who it was. I, I know the song. Yeah, it's gonna hit me later. But <laughs> <laughs> he had a a lot of those boys. Uh, I think he helped out Lil Flip and all them. He trained a lot of artists, and you know, um, some stuff went down. You know, in his mm-hmm. past, so you know things change but he's a great coach and he's a great businessman too like yeah. uh, he went to school for law enforcement so he knows the law he knows the the management part of deals like mm-hmm. what's a bad deal what's a good deal so um he trained me a good way until you know i start getting a little stubborn but he yeah. still he still trains me too well, that's good to have that to have that as a resource you yeah know? and someone so close to you exactly you so know they're people- looking out for you Exactly, and so when people tell me stuff like, "Oh man, you gonna be," if I train you, you gonna be mad at me. No, you ain't mad. My daddy, my daddy is tough. <laughs> He'll train you till you start crying. Like I used to, I'm like, okay, so Saturdays I want to go out and with my friends. I'm young, so I want to go around my bike and all that stuff. But no, I have to stay in the house and practice. And if I don't get it right, like I'm, I'm downstairs just going over and over yep. and over again. He just hurts your feelings. I'll be crying, but it, it. It builds you up, though. Yep. You know, it builds you to be tough and to take criticism, you know, be a team player and learn how to be a manager also, yeah. you know. That's so. cool. You went to TSU. Mm-hmm. You graduated from there? I graduated two degrees. Ooh, go yeah. ahead, Brad. Tell me about it. <laughs> All right. Well, well I um, graduated from Texas Southern University. A lot of people don't know about Texas Southern University. It's an HBCU school in Third Ward, Texas, right across the street from the big U of H Cougars. My older brother went to TSU for a while. Oh, really? Did he graduate from there? No, he didn't. <laughs> it's okay. 
He still went. He he experienced it. <laughs> um, I graduated with a business management degree and a communications in radio, television, and film. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, nice. In one year, well, kind of took not one year, but it took like six years to get it. But I got them all in one, you know, one day. So right, yeah. And still, I got student loans, so I got to pay. So yeah, nice student <laughs> loans. So we talked about plans for the future. So obviously, you're you're focusing on the music career, but um, mm-hmm. you're doing anything with those degrees, or are there plans to um, do something? Why well, use those? degrees? You're going to use it for your what you're doing, obviously, because like, pr- producing and production music and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep, exactly. I had. Um, well, I went to, to be honest. I went to college to network, you know. So I went to college to meet new people because I was like, man, I don't know who I can be in college and make mm-hmm. it big. Because I heard about uh, Alicia Keys went to college, then she made it huge. So I was like, man, that's gonna be my opportunity too. So that's when I went to college, <laughs> went to school, and I was like, okay, I like this. But I learned, and I'm using it. It taught me how to be a businesswoman, and that's what I'm using. Um, Oh, for my career, you know, mm-hmm. I, I met certain professors. Like, I have one professor, uh, Dr. Yancey. She's a top-notch professor there. She teach you the business, right? I met Matthew Knows. He also is a, a great professor as well. Um, <clears throat> and I plan on going back to school also. Okay. Um, Tell me about that. Well, I said I was going to go back next year, but I'm lying to myself. So, I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> once I started getting more of a buzz with my music, uh, I was gonna go back to school for dentistry, so I'm gonna take the night classes. I already did. I already have two degrees, so I already have like all the basics and you know sure. my bachelor's and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go to school for dentistry because I want to work on people's teeth. It was just interesting because I like people's smiles. Yeah. So um, I told my mom I was like I'm gonna go back, and once I retire from singing, when I get like Patty Labelle H, maybe <laughs> I'm gonna work on uh, <laughs> I'm gonna work on people's teeth. Yeah. You know, to help him out. And she was like, well, you you got b- bigger dreams than the universe. I was uh-huh. like, yeah, girl. You got to. Yeah. She was like, you know, it's going to be tough, though. Your dreams are not easy. And I was like, <clears throat> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but your main focus is music right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've got some great talent. So Thank I think you. you just keep keep pushing forward on that. And you've got degrees already. I mean, there's many people that had the dream to do music and decided to not go to school. So I think you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. You head the right way. Um, Lil Troy. That's who it was. Not Lil, Lil Troy seen that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he trained. I was <laughs> like, man, I can't remember that guy name. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my dad know a lot. My dad like knows a lot of people. Like he trained a lot of people. So you've got your father with some music stuff. You got your uncles doing the Zydeco thing. Uh, then your grandparents kind of told you about doing some country music mm-hmm. stuff. So there's a lot of music. You, you said you have a lot of brothers and sisters. You got oh, a big family. Yeah. So Huge family. any of them doing music or play instruments? Or? I have a brother. He's a rapper. Okay. Uh, his name is Lace Music. Um, he actually been on a lot of radio stations lately. Um, He's been on a station in Africa, uh-huh. um, New York, Waco. Wake so up, plays and stuff like he's crazy. active. Yeah, he's he's active. Um, his Instagram is I am Lace Music. Yeah. Okay. So he's a, a hip hop artist. All mm-hmm. right. And he got some good music. He's his his type of rapping is not like 
the rapping that is right now, like mm-hmm. the the booty shaking rapping, he's more of like a J Cole type rapper, okay. like a conscious rapper, basically. Yeah, he talks about deep stuff. Mm-hmm. So is he still here in Houston, local, or is he? Yeah, some, he's still here. He's um. You he, guys haven't tried to collaborate on something? Mm, he, we did long, long, yeah, long time ago. But mm-hmm. I was little. My my voice was not right to me. I felt like my voice wasn't good. My dad thought it was good, but he put still put me on the song. But um. I think he have it on his uh his website and his uh his uh social media, his SoundCloud. Okay. Like that song as well. Um yeah, he's a he's actually a really good rapper too. Cool. I have to look him up and uh, I'll make sure and let everybody else go out and take a look at it. Say it again. Where where can they find him on Instagram? Um on Instagram it's I am Lace Music. Lace like an L A C E. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good deal. So uh Thank you for coming out oh, and let everybody me. know where they can find you. you. You mentioned YouTube. You mentioned uh, you've got SoundCloud. No, no, well. no, no, no. SoundCloud. Your, your brother has SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. So you've got YouTube and, and your music's going to be released on Apple it's on Music. Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my video and majority of my videos and my songs are on YouTube under Tavia Brooks. Um, uh, my song Saturday Night has been released on Apple Music, Tidal, uh, Spotify. Um, this is a new one called Zeder. It's Deezer. Deezer. Okay. Uh huh. And um, yeah, that's it. Not Pandora. Yeah, I'm working on Pandora. It's yeah. like a lot of steps for Pandora. For some yeah, reason. they're a little pickier. Yeah. Um, and what else? Um, oh, my Instagram is Real Tavia Brooks. My Facebook, if everyone still uses Facebook, is Tavia <laughs> Brooks. <laughs> your MySpace was your. <laughs> Boy, MySpace is a long time ago. Uh, so, what's the best way for people to reach you if they're interested in working or collabing on on Instagram? Is that the best? Way yeah, to... my Instagram has all my like uh, email, my email, and okay. how to uh, reach me. Also, I have a website too. You could um, people connect with me on website because they have all my information. It's www.taviabrooks.com. So they have all my pictures, my videos, the songs I've done that's recorded. You could just hit play. Okay. Everything is on there. And all the events I've done and the events that will be coming up soon. Awesome. Tavia, thank you so much for coming out to the studio. I appreciate you being generous and coming straight from the airport (laughs) on a Sunday (laughs) when when I'm sure you'd rather be doing something else and coming in and doing this. You know, we we exchanged messages a while back and then Mm -hmm. I kind of got busy. I left it alone. Then I reached out and you're like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. we made this happen and look forward to having you back again, maybe with your band doing some songs live, maybe after a few more music lessons, like I said, just doing some acoustic country (laughs) music picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to say to the crowd before we uh, get out of here? All I want to say is y'all check me out because your girl is going to make it. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tavia, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Wow.